we are in March Madness, and that is what certainly matters the most. And there's nobody that can help us better than Chris Naki, of course, the analyst for the Maryland Terrapins, former D1 coach as well. Uh, you're headed up to be a part of the Big Ten tournament. Let's let let's start with that. Uh, big picture, Purdue. Purdue is a team that's been up and down this year, Naki. Uh, they're one minute, man, you're looking going, oh, Purdue looks pretty good. And the next, oh, never mind, just kidding. They've got a couple of bad losses, including recently to Maryland. What are their chances of winning the Big Ten tournament? Oh, first of all, Nick, it's been a minute. It's been a while since you and I have spoken. And uh, it's good to hear your voice, man. But I will tell you that one person's bad loss is another person's good win. <laughs> you know, and for the Terps, that game was, uh, you know, a stellar performance they beat. Purdue, I think, was ranked third at the time by 14. Um, and, uh, I, you know, the fact of the matter is with Purdue, um, you know, there's a book on them. There's a book on every team at this point in time because everybody's so well scouted and, you know, there are no surprises. And uh, I think people understand how they have to play against Purdue. Now, doing it, accomplishing all those things and checking every box that you have to check is another thing entirely. But, um, you know, you have to swarm all over Edie, the big fella. Uh, you have to force those freshman guards to make shots and to make plays to beat you. And I think that's the way people approach them. And, again, uh, they got they have options. they got really good players off the bench. You know, Painter is a great coach. Um, I just, you know, the, the freshman guards are, uh, generally speaking, uh, you know, you, you rarely find freshman guards who, who really come through in the NCAA tournament. And that's why, you know, we got a couple of guys here involved in this tournament. I'm in Chicago now. You know, Jalen hood Shafino from Indiana, who has had such a great season. But, you know, he's a freshman point guard. He's been a bit feast of famine. Uh, he, put, you know, crushed Purdue, had over 30 points in that game. But, you know, he, I think he was one for 10 or one for 12 against Maryland when we played. So, uh, you know, I don't know the freshman guards are, are the solution. But at, at this point in time, Painter, Purdue, those guys are 30-plus games into the season. You ride with the horses that you rode in on, you know? Yeah, no doubt. There's a lot of steam, uh, Naki, on Indiana. Uh, they've been pretty good down the stretch. Obviously, beat Purdue at home. the The testament to beating Purdue is never at Purdue. I've I've noticed that everybody in the Big Ten clearly teams that don't win a lot on the road. Do you have any faith in Indiana? Because there's just a lot of popularity around them as a three seed in this tournament. Yeah. Good, good question, Trista. I, I, you know, I think that I have faith in Indiana because Trace Jackson Davis is a monster. He's just really, really good and playing great basketball, and he's had a terrific year. I, but again, back to the freshman point guard thing. I, they were really hurt by the loss of Xavier Johnson this year, who was a, you know, upperclassman and a leader, real leader, tough guy, and uh, that I don't know that they ever fully recovered from that. Now. That said, I will tell you that if you were to tell me right now that you had it on good authority that Indiana was going to win this tournament, uh, I would say, yeah, okay, I guess I could see that. Same thing with a team like Illinois. Lots of talent on that team. Under, underachieved, I think, relative to their seed. But, uh, you know, the parity is such right now, and this tournament, uh, this, uh, excuse me, this conference is just a microcosm of the NCAA there's just a lot of parity and um and as a result we're going into this into this tournament this week with a lot of people shrugging their shoulders is is it that simple that Trace Jackson has to go off in order for Indiana to make a run in this tournament 
Yeah, I think so, but I think he will. I think, I, I think, it's like to me, I, I don't think there was that big a delta between T and Zach Eady in terms of player player of the year candidates. I, I yeah, I've seen Trace now for a few years up close and personal. He has dramatically improved his game. There are no nights off for him. Uh, he's long. He's a lefty. There are just there's so many advantages he has, and he plays to them all. He plays hard as hell, and uh, and I think he's gonna he's destined to have himself a good tournament. Zach Eady's so interesting to me. Uh, I I mean, I, run runaway favorite to win the Wooden Award. He's Big Ten Player of the Year, seven four, three hundred pounds, and yet I watch somebody on the court who is so slow, and I just go, like, this guy's not going to make it in the NBA, but he's going to be the National College Player of the Year when it's all said and done. When, when, when you look at him on the court, what do teams need to do to stop him? Is it just throw big bodies at him? Because he's just so much bigger than everybody else. Well, you can't let him establish himself two feet from the basket because mm-hmm. it's, just, it's turn and score. You know, it's way too easy for him. So you try, the first thing is you try and keep him out and away from the hoop. That's priority number one. Uh, secondly, you have to keep him off the backboards. He's a really good offensive rebounder, and he's seven four and right next to the basket. So, you know, he's got some built-in advantages there. Um, he's a load, man. He's he's improved a lot. You know, uh, Matt Painter told me one time. He said three years ago, this guy averaged two minutes a game in high school. Two minutes, and now he's the national player of the year. He's his footwork is different than it's ever been. It's much better. Um, and I think he and Trace have both really worked hard at improving their games, and it, and it shows. You know, I don't really look at him as an NBA prospect, just given the way the NBA is today. Do you do you think he's got a shot or a role in, in today's NBA at all? I think somebody will take a look at him. But, you know, Nick, it's a different sport. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> it's, is. It's, a different, it's a, just a different animal completely. And... I think, I think you owe it to yourself to take a look, I guess. But maybe this is one of those guys that goes over. You know, a great thing about the sport is it's a, it's a global game. And guys can make a lot of money um, all, around the, all around the globe. So, you know, maybe he's a guy who, who strikes it big elsewhere. I'm not sure. But uh, I hope he makes it. You know, I mean, because I, I think that kind of ethic should be, should be rewarded. I hope it is. Yeah. I'm interested about Iowa, too, Naki. Um, obviously, Chris Murray there still. He can shoot the leather off the ball. They're a very streaky team. Sometimes they can put up 95, and sometimes not really. Sometimes they can put up 52. Uh, make the case for Iowa to make a, um, a run in the Big East, or I mean, in the uh, Big Ten. You said it. They've kind of come in wobbling a little bit. And, uh, you know... Last year, I wouldn't have given them a chance to win the tournament. And they, you know, they swept through the Big Ten tournament and just, you know, they kicked ass. They were fantastic. But they have to catch fire. And I think Murray has to be more assertive, has to get more shots. Um, and I, again, they're one of those teams like we just played Penn State. They're going to shoot three after three after three. And it comes down to there were games this year, I think there were back to back games where they were combined two for 27. Iowa was. They're not winning those games, clearly. So uh, the shot has to be dro- shots have to be dropping for them, and that's a big if. You know, you get to the tournament, a tournament whether it's a conference or NCAA tournament, and it's it's easy to make shots in the first 20 minutes, 
And then you feel the pressure in the second half as the, you know, really the everything mounts, you know, the stakes particularly. And so it's not as easy to hit those bombs, um, you know, in the second half or in the last five minutes of the game. Talking to Chris Naki, BetMGM tonight. Uh, we can't not talk about Maryland since you've nope, watched every can't. game of them this year. They're 7-1 to win the Big Ten tournament. Uh, what would they need to do to run through this and win? And, you know, for our purposes here, are they worth maybe a little sprinkle at 7-1 to to win the tournament? <laughs> um, well, I mean, they've got as good a chance as anybody, and I think they also got a pretty favorable draw. The teams in, in their on their side, you know, they handled Indiana the one time they played them up. Uh, we're likely to play Nebraska in the first game, and, uh, you know, we, we beat them badly the first time we played, and we're ahead most of the second game before we let one get away in Lincoln. So I like the draw, um, but, you know, they, they haven't particularly played well away from home this year. Um, now, I know these, are, these aren't these are road games. These are neutral court games, but I, I think – I just like to see them get off to a good start and play really well on Thursday night because – I think that would mean great things for them for the weekend. Do you think Northwestern has any home court advantage there, uh, given the no. fact that you guys are in Chicago? No, I don't think so. Um, they've had a remarkable year. A lot, lot to be happy about. Uh, I just think they did it with smoke and mirrors, and I, I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way. I, Chris Collins deserves uh, every Coach of the Year vote that he got. Um, they're very guard dependent. I don't know that they've got enough inside to, um, you know, they're going to have to go through Maryland or Indiana to get to the final four, uh, to get to, to the finals, rather. And I uh, I don't like the way they play particularly well down the stretch either. All right, let's look at national title now, even though we've got, uh, you know, conference tournaments to certainly go through. Right now, Houston's the favorite, 6-1 to one to win the title. Kansas, Alabama, both 8-1. to one. UCLA's 9-1. to one. Those are your top four teams, essentially, with Purdue coming in a little bit behind UCLA at 11-1. to one. I, It's been such an unpredictable year, man. I mean, you got the number one team in the country going down, it feels like, almost every week in college basketball. What team, or maybe there's more than one, do you have the most confidence in once we get to the, the big tournament? Um, I, I think I like Houston probably right now, but mm -hmm. I don't think they're a prohibitive favorite in my book. I, yeah, I like really like UCLA's maturity. Yeah. Uh, I love their. I don't know if, if Clark is hurt or hurt badly for them right now, um, but uh, you know they're they're seasoned. They're really well coached and they're great on defense. And that travels. That that's going to serve them well. So. I would probably think that Houston and UCLA would two, would be two that I would probably give give edges to. Um, but there might be 25 teams in Division One right now that could make a run to the Final Four. I mean, it's unheard of the the parity. Yeah, there's no way Purdue goes to the Final Four, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing that, and I I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I think. The, boy, the stars have to be in line for them, and the the, the two freshman guards are going to have to play at a level that I don't know they can. Jaden Ivy didn't. Yeah, I mean, if Jaden Ivy didn't, I'm not sure that these two other guys can either. You know, uh, they've got they got some work to do. Uh, their bench has to be stellar, I think, for them to do that, and they have to have. You know, it's all about your matchups. It's all about who you draw, and they. You know, they can certainly have a chance because they got the big fella in there. Um, but the thing I would worry about for Purdue, too, is you go away. Now you're going to be that you haven't seen all year long. Um, they're not used to 
reffing a Zach Eady. So that's <laughs> a part of the, the problem they face as well. And he hasn't been in foul trouble all year long, but you watch. When he's got these newbies, he's got other refs in there. It might be a completely different animal. All right, got about two minutes left with you here. Uh, what are the things, like if we're just kind of going big picture, the the characteristics of a team that can make them successful in the NCAA tournament? Like what are the things that you look for to say, okay, that gives them advantage? Yeah, that's a really good question. And that's the $64,000 question. Yeah. I, think, I think stout defense and good guard play are probably the two two most important things. I, I think the tournament history, NCAA tournament, playing conference tournaments for that matter, for that matter, are you know the, those histories are filled with you know star turns by largely by backcourt guys, and 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 I think too uh, you know the teams that that really play great defense and they can hold a team down, can shut a team down, and, and get multiple stops down the stretch of games is that's everything. Uh, to be able to close out important games. Chris Naki, good talking to you good again, stuff. man. Good Thanks to hear your voice. Happen. Thanks for coming on with us, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Always good to talk to you. Thanks. Not-